0: Arizona State is knocking the Pac-12 down one team at a time, one weekend at a time. Uh, They're completely dominating right now, and we're going to dive all into that and more on today's episode of Locked on Pac-12 Podcast. You are Locked on Pac-12, your daily podcast on the Pac-12 Conference. It's the Locked on Podcast Network, your team, Every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Pack 12 Podcast. Thank you for tuning in and making this your first listen of the day. We are available on all platforms for free. That's the best part. Um, Today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, everything your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Um, today, I'm your host, Cindy Robinson of Locked On Pac 12, um, former Pac 12 student athlete, and I guess Pac 12 expert, they like to say. Um, and today, joining me is Richie Bradshaw from Locked On Sun Devils. Richie, you know, he's been waiting all week, all weekend, I'll say, to come on the show to, uh, and talk about his Sun Devils. He had one heck of a weekend. Uh, we were conversing via Twitter. Uh, all weekend first and foremost Richie tell me how did you feel seeing your Sun Devils play as well as they did this weekend
1: well you always love seeing a win so that's a good start but to see Arizona State play the complete game that they did both on offense on defense special teams was good they limited the penalties for the most part obviously that's still something that they had to work on on a week-to-week basis yeah but overall the team executed terrifically and yeah. it i was a little nervous because stanford in recent years has kind of had our number and they always play us tough but for the most part i mean we came out and did what we needed to do the uh, 28 to 10 score obviously looks pretty good and uh, honestly it it didn't feel like it was even that close i know that's an 18 point lead that's three right. possessions but it it felt a lot stronger than that win so i'm feeling pretty confident moving forward
0: Yeah, let's talk about that game overall, I mean, more so in depth and, like, you know, just things that stood out to you. I will say I did think it was going to be a closer game than that, especially with how it started. Um, Stanford wasn't, like, necessarily just giving it to you. But then by halftime, I was like, okay, this game may not be as competitive as we think it was supposed to be. Uh, Going into the game, we talked about how important this matchup would be for ASU. And for Stanford, in a sense, it was kind of gonna it's gonna be another week of deciding like how you know the standings may be in the Pac 12. For yeah, you, this, oh, go, oh, ahead. go
1: ahead. Sorry. No, go
0: ahead, go ahead. You got it.
1: Oh, I w- I was just gonna dive right into it. So go ahead and finish your thoughts. Dive
0: today. in, we're here.
1: If you say so. So <laughs> this this definitely was a big game for the standings. It was important for the north because the north is a big old jumble mess right now. But it was important for ASU to get this win because it continues their streak of being 3-0 in the Pac-12 conference right now. That's really, really comforting moving forward. And you're slowly building yourself a lead over the UCLA's and the USC's and the Utah's of the Pac-12 South who are going to try and take down Arizona State for the Pac-12 South uh, division title. But... Arizona State is firing on all cylinders right now. They're showing that they're as complete a team as the Pac-12 has to offer. And this went over Stanford really just kind of put an emphasis and an exclamation point on that claim.
0: Um, It's very clear at this point, like you said, that ASU is probably the most dominant team in the Pac-12. Clearly the most consistent, in my opinion. Um, Week in and week out, they've been getting those wins. They are not the only team left in conference with an undefeated conference record right now. Utah is the other team. But um, I still think ASU has a bit of a, an edge on Utah. Now, we'll talk later about the matchup coming up this weekend against Utah because I feel like that's going to be another spicy one for ASU. Um, but playing at home in the atmosphere against Stanford, what do you think that uh, ASU did really well in that matchup and like that they should carry on throughout the season?
1: Well, the defense played hot, they played consistently, and they played ferociously. They were able to get to uh, McKee five different times, and they intercepted Tanner McKee not once, not twice, but three times. McKee came into the game without any interceptions, as you and I'm sure the rest of the Pac-12 fans that listen to this podcast knows. He was as efficient a quarterback in the Pac-12 as they come, and he he did admittedly throw for a few yards, three hundred and fifty-six. Yeah, and he did throw a touchdown to Elijah Higgins. Oh, Elijah Higgins, yeah,
0: Higgins. Yes. There you go.
1: Yeah, yes, he threw a touchdown to Higgins, and it kind of it kind of felt bad at the time. But then you picked him off three different times, including yes. that unbelievable Jack Jones pick where he pitches the, the ball back. Yes, and DeAndre Pierce, how sits that? Yeah, that that was a great play. But I was gonna say we have good. to
0: talk. I was gonna say we have to talk about that play because I do think it was very clear that the defense took over this game and was probably the the. I would say the offense did well too because they obviously scored twenty eight. I mean twenty one points because they did get that uh, inter, uh, pick six. But I just want to say, like, how do you feel that defense um, made a difference in this game more than the offense because? A lot of times we'll see, you know, if you can score, that's great, but the defense wins games. That's always the, the you know, statement in anything in sports. Everyone knows that. And so it was very clear that ASU's defense, in my opinion, was the, you know, difference maker in this matchup.
1: Yeah, so the biggest, the biggest aspect of this for the defense was that they set the tone early and they didn't let their foot off the gas. So when your pass rush is consistently getting home, again, they – They brought McKee down five different times, two of them by uh, Tyler Johnson. And Tyler Johnson ended up (laughs) winning Pac-12 Defensive Player of the Week for his efforts. He was absolutely unstoppable off the edge. But when you're consistently bringing home the pressure that Arizona State was making, it's going to rattle the quarterback and cause turnovers. And wouldn't you know it, ASU picks him off three times. And what that ends up doing is it gives Arizona State – more chances on offense to try and put points up on the board, and allows the defense to get a little bit of extra rest, especially with an offense that runs the ball as well as Arizona State does. They can put the chew clock on if they're playing Madden. Let that let that bad boy tick down to seven, six, five seconds before you hike the play. Just completely take the air out of the ball. Nice sustained long drives. Your defense is rested. They come back out and they're even more angry than they were before. There, again, ferocious. I think that's the perfect description for the defense, and that ended up being the big difference.
0: Okay. Well, coming up next, we're going to discuss how the weekend overall impacted the Pac-12, and then we will give you that ASU versus Utah preview. For all my college football fanatics, I have to let you know about Prize Picks. It is daily fantasy made easy. Um, Prize Picks is a leader in college sports daily fantasy. They offer more college football football props than anyone in the world. And offers all the star players of the Power Five, as well as mid major players that you may have never even heard of. Prize Picks offers any prop you can think of, from yardage to touchdowns, even interceptions thrown. All of the users that deposit and use the promo code LOCKED ON will receive 100% instant deposit matchup to $100. That's $100, guys. Like, come on, can't get no better than that. Uh, you pick two to five players and an over under on their projections, and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. It's just you versus the projected numbers. PrizePix allows mixed sports entries, which is probably the coolest part about this app. Um, You could take the over on LeBron and the under on Mahomes in the same entry. That's kind of unheard of in most places. So use the award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's literally that easy. And then PrizePix is safe and offers fast withdrawals. So don't hesitate Check out PrizePix.com and use that promo code locked on. Head to the App Store and download the app today. PrizePix is daily fantasy made easy. Now, if I'm going to help you make some money, I got to help you save some money. And the best way to do that is to cut corners where you need to, where you can, wherever you can. It seems like your car will always start messing up, right? When you feel like, you know, you don't have any issues going on, here comes an issue with your car. So... RockAuto.com wants to help you save money when it comes to auto parts. Um, you save time and money, actually, when using do Rock uh, RockAuto. RockAuto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Uh, their prices are reliably low for every customer. And excuse me. <coughs> I was holding that in. <laughs> <Whew>. Okay. <coughs> Sorry. Um They have everything you can need from brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. So go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto parts needs. Uh, Head to rockauto.com, check it out, see what they have for your car, what you could you know, take advantage of there. And then write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us section so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. I'm so sorry about that. Uh, for the listeners, I, you know, had a little cough attack right now. Having a random, I, I don't have COVID. I did get checked. I don't have COVID. It's just a random cough. I, I feel like it's the change of the seasons, the allergies, all that stuff. But um, back to football. This weekend in Pac 12 Sports was pretty crazy. Um, another indication of why people think the Pac 12 is chaotic and I hate to say it, but a joke. Um, I don't necessarily think it's a joke. I just think we're very competitive here. And we definitely embody that statement any given Saturday. I say Saturday because it's college football. Um, For you, Richie, it's very clear that, like I mentioned, ASU is at this point probably one of the most dominant teams in the Pac-12. The opponent that they'll be facing this weekend in Utah is the only other team that has an undefeated record record in the Pac-12 conference right now, as far as the conference play goes. Um, With beating Stanford, like Stanford was, had been number one on our rankings last week uh, that I, you know, I do with Brian and ASU was number two. So now obviously ASU is going to jump to number one this week for us. But when it comes to how the Pac-12 is moving right now, do you feel like this is an actual, like, Good place in for ASU in a sense of like it feels good, or it's like everybody's kind of all over the place, so it's not as strong of a you know position where they're at, if that makes sense. Do you get what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, I do. So ASU has really put themselves in a great position to okay. continue moving forward in the Pac 12 South and the Pac 12 Conference as a whole. They're three and in the conference, two and oh in the South, and they have the potential to I I don't think they'll win out I think they're gonna have a hiccup somewhere okay honestly probably Corvallis when they go to Oregon State because for whatever reason we can't beat them
0: in Corvallis I was gonna say Connor Connor and I were talking about that and I will say I think that Oregon State although they did go to Pullman and you know take an L I don't I still think they're a good team I still think they're one of the probably more dominant teams in the north that hiccup against Washington State will come back and bite them later on but (sighs) <sighs> besides or i mean oregon had a bye last week so we're in a situation of seeing how they come back they're going to play cal i kind of feel like that's a give me game if they lose to cal then i really have no hope for the north i'll put i'll be honest with you uh, cal lost to washington state at home um so i do think a team like oregon ducks are going to run cal you know cal bears and get back on track but there's going to be that competition between oregon oregon state that rival game you know oregon state's going to show up so i do think they are a team that you should be worried about at ASU, but, you know, you have time before you go see them. So leading up to that, um, you know, it. I'm, I'm looking at the Pac-12 in a whole picture right now, and I don't know besides ASU any team that you can say is just really um, as consistent or um, a clear favorite in this sense. And a team where you can be like, I'm really concerned about playing them, you know, as the week comes up.
1: I would agree with you. So it just, USC continues to be inconsistent. They're the ultimate Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde of the Pac-12. Oregon will have to see. They just lost CJ Verdell. That's a huge, huge loss because I would tell you, Short of Kayvon Thibodeau, I thought Verdell was probably their most explosive weapon offensively and defensively. Oregon State, I think it's just one like uncharacteristic loss to Washington State, but I mean, they did get exposed a little bit.
0: They did. Um, we already knew that like their main bread and butter was their run game, and I did talk about this a little bit with Brian last week and Michael Luke. I think if or if Washington State found a way to shut down the run game, they could— potentially get a win and somehow they figured it out uh the pass game needs help um it's chance nolan he needs more reps i don't know what it is but i feel like that's a situation where they've just been relying on that run game um very heavily and they've been dominating with it we're not gonna like you know shine away from that but it's clear that if you know you can shut that down you kind of figure it out you know how to defeat them
1: yeah, definitely. So the the blueprint has been laid down to take down Oregon State. There, there's not a lot of confidence in either of the Washington teams to make a push. Cal at this point is kind of an afterthought. Oregon, we'll see. Oregon State has its warts and Stanford just got beat by Arizona State. We look at the South again, like we mentioned, Jekyll, Mr. Hyde is USC. Mm-hmm. UCLA is a good team, but Arizona State has the tiebreaker there. We'll see with the Utes. I I am very intrigued to see. I've done a little bit of research heading into this week, and their run game seems to be pretty strong as well. And they got a mobile quarterback that can help put up the numbers as well. Their defense, per usual, is pretty solid. Okay. U of A. Like, I'm
0: gonna stop you. Ah, uh, uh, U of A. Oh, I knew you're gonna do that. Okay, yeah. It's it's rough for them. We we're. I had hope, you know, because. Here's the thing. When you see them play, it's not a complete, like, oh, there's nothing there that, you know, they're not working with anything. Um, I saw the game against UCLA. I for for a minute thought like, oh, shoot, they may actually be able to do something. And then it's like, they can't finish, you know, they get going and they're competitive and they're in the mix, but they cannot actually capitalize and finish a game. I'm going to talk a little more with Michael Luke tomorrow about that. And, um, Michael has no hope in his team this season. He's he made that very clear from the beginning and I know that's not a team that you guys are too concerned about even with the rivalry aspect there. It's not a team that you're worried about.
1: No, not at all. So <laughs> I I don't expect another 70 to 7, but I do expect another pretty convincing win especially with them coming to Tempe this year.
0: Okay. All right, well coming up next uh look I'm going to say Brian, Richie and I are going to dive into This Utah and ASU matchup, a lot on the line with this one, Uh, could be a little difference maker when it comes down to, you know, those final standings for ASU and Utah, honestly. So we're going to dive into that next. But uh, before we get into that, for those of you that may have uh, struggles with sweating or um, like, you know, just excessive sweating, I guess, being nervous. We're in colder months now, so it's like not the sun issue, but more so like, you still get anxious in situations or whatever. Uh, there's a product out there uh, by Sweat Block. They have different products. Uh, one in particular, the Sweat Block Wipes, works really well. They are stronger and more effective than most clinical antiperspirants. You simply apply it at night before bedtime, you go to bed, and the next morning you wake up and wash and go about your day without worrying about the sweat. I uh, still use deodorant. I definitely highly recommend that. don't change anything in that capacity. But this product will help you not stain your clothes, um, keep you from a little embarrassment, if that's an embarrassing factor, and not have you stressed about you know sweating in random moments. So uh, the best part about it is it's doctor created, doctor recommended. It works for up to seven days per use. It's dry shirt guarantee. So if sweat block keep, doesn't keep you dry, you get your money back. And I don't think it gets any better than that. So if you or someone you love is dealing with this issue, you can go ahead and check out Sweatblock. Get it today for 20% off at sweatblock.com with the promo code LOCKEDON or go to Amazon and CVS. So I would not steer you wrong. Definitely go ahead and check out Sweatblock. And then we are back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back for another football season As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With the new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, BetOnline continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use our promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online is where the game starts. Okay, Richie, so now we're going to dive into this preview about Utah versus ASU, and I want you to help me convince the world why they should bet on ASU against Utah.
1: Well, I'll tell you what. Again, Utah is a very tough place to play. And over the last 10 or so years, Utah has given ASU fits. They always play as tough. It just kind of is what it is. And even though ASU appears to be head and shoulders above the rest of the Pac-12 South, I will not count the Utes out until I actually see us play. So Jaden has to, Jaden Daniels, has to play a near flawless game. He's not turning the ball over too much, which is good but he's also not throwing touchdowns. He's only got four touchdown passes and all of those have come in two games. So I want to see him be more consistent through the air, but that ground game is just disgustingly good. And I don't think Utah is going to have an answer for it. Rashad White wow. isn't going to have the touches to justify a Heisman kind of run, but he's got 10 touchdowns in six games this year. He's scored in every single game. He is leading the team in rushing yards. And if he's not leading the team in receiving yards, he's number two. He's doing everything and and anything and everything that the Sun Devils ask of him. He's going to be one of the biggest keys for this game. And I have a feeling that like the rest of teams that have played Arizona State this year, Utah is not going to have an answer for them. And then, of course, that defense is just sick nasty. Yeah, they're they're
0: playing crazy right now. Okay, here's the thing, though. I'm going to just lay this out. You're playing at Utah, so right. that's one tough thing. And, you know, right now, change of weather, it's going to be a little different than Tempe weather. Then, And I don't know for sure how ASU is going to deal with that. Um, on top of that, there's a little different situation with Utah right now. You know, they are um, coming off losing a former a teammate of theirs. And yes, that's very, the second, very sad. Yeah, second teammate in 10 months. And so at this point, their motivation and, you know, what they're inspired by is a little different. And I think it showed in that game against USC. They went into the Coliseum and won for the first time in over 100 years. Like, the energy that they came with. Granted, USC is having their struggles right now, you know, so I'm not saying that they're the exact comfort. Like, they're. you can compare them to ASU, but I'm just – painting the picture of like what you're dealing with right now. You know, Um, they came in there and kind of kind of destroyed some some egos for sure. I wonder if traveling to Utah um, and playing there with the emotions high, that's going to be their first game, their first home game back since the death of their teammate. Um, And, you know, the crowd's going to be there cheering them on. Do you feel like that's going to impact your Sun Devils? 100%.
1: 100%. Though Those guys already had a great home field advantage, but now you've brought emotion into it. You've brought even more passion for this football team than you had before. These guys have something to play for besides just winning this game. They want to honor their former teammate, mm-hmm. and they want to make, make him happier wherever he's at right now. And we know that he's definitely looking down and watching this team. And, I, I mean, it just... There's certain things that when you it just I can't I can't really explain it. And I I know a lot of people can't do it either. But there there's there's something about having an extra amount of fight. Yes. Yeah. No, they they've got extra fight to them and they've got even more to win for. It's it's not just about the game anymore. They want to honor their former teammate. And that's something that you can't discount and We'll, we'll see. I mean, yeah. but honestly, between me and you and everyone listening to this podcast, I guess if Arizona state had to drop another game this year, I would not mind at all if it was Utah because it just, it, it well, would be very special for them.
0: I mean, okay. Yes. We're all, I, I'm here for the sentimental side of things, right? Mm-hmm. I do want them to play their hardest or whatever, but if, ASU falls to Utah. Doesn't that mess with their standings in the South?
1: It does. So, Utah at that point, they would be 4 and 3 or 5 and 2, and ASU would drop to 5 and 2, and that would give Utah the yeah. head-to-head advantage. Okay. So from there, ASU would have to have the better conference record for against Utah. So, it would be a really bad loss for ASU's future in the Pac-12. Right. I just there. There's so much sentimental stuff for yeah. me that goes into a win like that that I I wouldn't be heartbroken. I'd okay. be upset because of obviously I could cost you be the good. title.
0: I was, it could cost you the title because mm-hmm. they're both they're both the two teams. Like I said, still under with undefeated Pac-12 records, and they're both in the south. Yeah, only one, so only one can come out the south.
1: <laughs> yeah, don't don't get me wrong. I don't want us to lose. I, I want you us to go under- in there and win, but yeah, it, but exactly. Yeah. I would understand. And I, I wouldn't be furious the way I would be if you have a beat us.
0: Yeah. It gets tricky. It does, because this is, these are moments where you realize this is beyond football. Right. And this is something Brian and I've been talking about, um, you know, since the situation happened, it, you can't, it's hard as an opponent to like solely be like, okay, we're coming in to beat you when it's like, as a human, you want to have a heart for what they've just dealt with, you know. Um, but that does not mean just give away the game. So it will be interesting to see how they play. Like I said, this will be their first home game since the incident happened. Um, I will say the emotions will be high. So prayers out to them dealing with that. Prayers to ASU for going in and being the team that has to face them in this situation. Um and, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm wishing you guys luck, Richie, because I, I do like seeing ASU play. Uh, they're a very exciting team right now, probably one of the most exciting teams in the Pac-12. Um, we got to work on this. Pac-12 has to, like, pick it up some. You know, there's got to be some more energy levels in these games, some more excitement. I am all for the underdog wins, though. I always say that. I love to see, you know, things shake up. I was so happy for my Cougs. But we definitely need to. Get some more consistency and some more respect from the rest of these conferences.
1: Yeah, they got to stop beating each other up. They, they do such a good job of making each other look stupid sometimes. Right. And, then, and then the rest of the country is looking at us like, oh, my God, these guys just don't have one winner. And it's like, you don't understand. You're not watching because Pac-12 after dark.
0: Right. So we cool.
1: love it as fans because it's like almost like a any given Saturday kind of thing. But the rest of the country looks and they're like, well, this is why the Pac-12 is bad. No, it's not bad. It's just exciting.
0: It's exciting and competitive. That's how I see it. Like, No one should ever go into it and be like, yeah, this is just going to be a guaranteed win. Like, uh uh-uh, we're not doing that over here. It's the Conference of Champions because every team is competitive even when you think they're not. So that's what we're working with. Um, Thank you for joining me today, Richie. For those of you who want to... Keep up with everything Sun Devils. Make sure you guys check out Locked on Sun Devils podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Same thing with the Locked on Pac-12 podcast. And then make sure you follow along on Twitter. Richie and Connor are very active on that Locked on Sun Devils uh, Twitter, which is LO underscore Sun Devils. And then uh, check me out on Locked on Pac-12 Twitter, LO underscore pack 12 This weekend we were going back and forth, mixing a little bit, talking all college football and keeping up with all the Pac-12 games. So we're going to continue that going for the rest of the season, making sure we're keeping you all up to date on everything you need to know. You can follow Richie Bradshaw at Richie Brads with a Z 36 um, on Twitter. And then you can follow me at underscore Cindy Robinson. Other than that, thank you for making this your first listen of the day. Uh, This is available on all platforms and it is free. The best part of about everything. And then make Your second listen of the day, one of the other conference shows, there's Locked On SEC, Locked On ACC, and Locked On Big 12, free on all platforms, available for your enjoyment. You can check out what's going on in those other conferences and keeping up with the college football world completely. Other than that, make sure you stay Locked On Pac-12 on the Locked On Network.